This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Sherbarks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Sherbarks. Today is Saturday, December 17th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button, hit that auto-download button, and leave a five-star review as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave a great NFL take, five-star great NFL take, I'll make sure to read on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, it's that time of the year where the NFL moves to Saturday as well. We got a few weeks in a row here of Saturday games coming up. And the first week does not disappoint. Two interesting games for sure on the schedule. The one at night is probably the more playoff impactful one. Better teams, better quarterbacks, just a better matchup. But I do think the Saturday game of the Ravens at the Browns is one worth talking about. Um... You know, obviously the Deshaun Watson situation has kind of flown under the radar, I think, since he's come back. Huge story during the offseason. Where would he be traded to? Would he be suspended? Would he be charged uh, for all the things he was accused of? And we've seen how that's played out. But now that we're able to talk about Deshaun Watson as a football player, I think it's been incredibly disappointing for the Browns. And this was a concern that I had uh for any team that was going to trade for Deshaun Watson. So I I covered the Eagles here in Philadelphia, and the Eagles were a team that had some interest in Deshaun Watson. But I think that when you look at what how long it's been since Deshaun Watson has played, full year off, and then most of this year, we're talking almost two full seasons off uh, in, in the NFL, I understand there's going to be rust there, but I also think people underestimate how hard it is going to be just in general to come back and be an elite quarterback after missing that much time. And if Deshaun Watson was going to be expected to be an average quarterback or, you know, come in and be a role player, all right, yeah, that's something you could accomplish. But when you get $250 million fully guaranteed, you're traded for multiple first-round picks, you're brought in to save the franchise, I don't know if he's going to ever get back to that level. And when you look at what he's been so far, clearly it's been nothing what the Browns were hoping. He has a 59% completion percentage, one touchdown, two interceptions, struggled against his former team, the Houston Texans, with an interception uh, and no touchdowns. And you look at what they've been overall with him at quarterback. They've had 24 offensive possessions, possessions, just one touchdown. So they've had three defensive and special teams touchdowns to just one offensive touchdown since Deshaun Watson and has come back and you could argue by that case they're lucky that they're not 0-2 uh, with, with him at quarterback obviously the offense has not been at all what they expected they've turned it over four times they're punting all the time they have three field goals I mean this is a team that is not consistently getting into the end zone with Deshaun Watson at quarterback now if you're a Browns fan you'll counter and say well yeah he hasn't played in a while and there's truth to that 
But you have to wonder if after what he's been through, having, when I say what he's been through, in terms of how long he's missed time, the, the bullseye that's going to be fairly on his back with everything that he's, everything he's been accused of and all the attention that's going to come with him. And then you talk about the fact that he's playing for, let's be honest, one of the worst run franchises in the NFL. I think the chances of Deshaun Watson ever reaching the potential of what the Browns hoped he would be or the other teams that wanted him, what the Falcons hoped he would be, what other teams that were in on him wanted him to be, the chances of him ever reaching that to me just seem so extremely slim. If you're trading a third round pick for him and not giving him all that money, yeah, it's a shot worth taking. He's young. He's shown that he's very talented. He's shown that he has success. But when you invest that type of draft resources and that type of money into a, into a quarterback, you expect immediate results. They're already one year down the drain with him at quarterback. You could argue next year it might take him a full year to get fully back into the swing of things. They've traded for him, and he might not be the guy they hoped until 2024 if he even ever is that guy. So the amount of resources they put into him and the amount of time they're going to wait, the trade just looks worse and worse and worse. And to take that type of hit with your fans, who rightfully, I'm sure some, did not want him to play for the team, to take that type of hit and not get elite-level play, it's just a disaster for the Browns. So when I look at the situation in Cleveland, like always, it's not a good one. And I would be very surprised if Deshaun Watson ever turns into the quarterback that the Browns hope he could be. The other game that I'm looking forward to on Saturday is the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. And of course, snow is in the forecast. And before we get into this game, I just have to say, the fact that the Bills are building a new stadium and are not putting a dome or a roof there is insane. I love watching a snow game as much as the next person. I love sitting on my couch and watching that snow game. I was in Philadelphia when that snow game happened. Uh, I was in the press box for that, right? If you're not dealing with the snow, it's an awesome thing to, to watch. But the fact that in today's, today's NFL, million-dollar athletes are going to be forced to play in those conditions, I frankly think the NFLPA should, should step in and really, really, you can't force a team to build a stadium. But to make these athletes play in those conditions when their body is at this point, they're, they're moneymaker, right? Like, injuries happen when the conditions are not great. And so the fact that the Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills, who have tons of super talented, great athletes that are going to put, that are worth a lot of money, right? That like, you know, the, the money Tua is risking by going out uh, and playing in the snow, if that's what it is. The fact that these, these players have to put their body on the line to play in snow, and I know it's going to sound lame. It's going to sound like, oh, well, Elliot, snow games are awesome. Yeah, they're awesome if you don't care about player safety. And I think it's ridiculous that the Bills, who've already had to have a game moved this season and are going to have another game impacted by snow, are building a new stadium without a roof. I think it's I think it's insane, and the fact it could be impacted on Saturday is ridiculous. If you're the Miami Dolphins, you, you, they you, they have to practice this week with the you know with the AC cranked all the way up just to get prepared for these conditions. It, it, it's ridiculous, and it's it's frankly unfair to the to other teams, including the Bills, that they have to play in, in these conditions. But but that aside. This is going to be an awesome game. I think the Dolphins, obviously, they're coming off that loss, or at least, you know, recently that loss to the Chargers. They're a team that I think wants to get back in the swing of things. And I think this is a bit of a prove-it game for the Dolphins. Going into Buffalo, 
you know, you want, obviously, if you're, the, if you're the Dolphins, you want to win the game. And I think they're getting close to the point where they can't leave with a moral victory. But if they can go into Buffalo and compete with the Bills and, and make that a game, I think that would be a very good showing for the Dolphins. They're still a young team. Tua is essentially a first-year starter. Mike McDaniels, rookie head coach, first year together as a group. This is not a game where you have to go in and absolutely win it to validate everything you're doing. I think you can just compete in it and feel good when you leave Buffalo, but there's no question it's a prove-it game for the Dolphins. How legit are they? Come playoff time, if they have to go back to Buffalo, could they be able to compete in that game? So I'm excited to see how they react to that stage uh, on Saturday night. And then also for the Bills, they're competing for the number one seed. 10-3, and three, hold the number one seed in the AFC right now. You look at the Chiefs schedule, the Chiefs schedule is really easy, these final four games. The Bills schedule, not as much. The Dolphins are tough. I believe they have the Bengals, if I'm not mistaken. So they have some tough games here coming up, and you got to win this game because They've beaten, the, they've beaten the Chiefs already this season, so the idea they could go into Kansas City and win in the playoffs is not crazy. But if you're the Bills, you want the Chiefs coming to Buffalo. You all, we all saw the playoff game last year, how close that was. If that game's in Buffalo, maybe they win it. The Bills are not the Dolphins in the way that the Bills no longer want moral victories. They want a Super Bowl. They want to get to the Super Bowl. They want to win the AFC. And this game will be big in making sure that come playoff time, the road to, uh, to the Super Bowl through the AFC goes through what will likely be a snowy buffalo. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review if you like what you hear, and I'll talk to you guys on Sunday.